How do you end up owning and running an event venue? Oh my God. Christina was our third wheel for a while. Oh yeah, I was. <laughs> and then there was this handsome, tall Italian tall man. Tall drink of water. Still not loving the job, but it was a very nice paycheck. Yeah, um, Chicago. So, speaking of event venues, we're just gonna open some champagne. <laughs> I called her, she was one of the first pe people I called and I was like, I need you to come and like help. This is the Sprinter Mom with Lashes On Podcast. Okay, so you're back here with Sprinter Mom with Lashes On. I am so excited for you to meet my guest today because she is not only the owner of the Franklin of Soulard in St. Louis, Missouri, which is an event venue, uh, but she is my bestie from college and we've known each other from high school and she is a hoot. Her name is Mrs. Christina Walsh, and we are so happy she's here today. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, and thank you for the awesome introduction. Oh my right. gosh. You're welcome. It's an <laughs> honor to have you. <laughs> it's an honor to be asked. But honestly, can I just say, by the way, like how cool this is and how like proud I am of you. Aww. And congratulations. This is just so great. Thank this you. This is awesome. This is so neat. OK, cool so story. one of the things that we have been talking about and I always want to know is like mm -hmm. you, we went to college at NAU. Yep. You got your major in? Broadcast media. Yeah. So how <laughs> do you, for a while you were doing weather and then traffic, mm -hmm. how do you end up owning and running an event venue? Oh my gosh. Loaded question. Okay. Well, I went to school because, uh, you know, for broadcast uh, meteorology, basically, and media, um, electronic media. And it's something I always thought I wanted to do. And turns out when I actually got the chance to do it in St. Louis, Missouri, on air traffic, uh, in the helicopter, flying, you know, reporting traffic, did the weather in college. I hated it. Mm. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. Um, but you can't tell because you're always smiling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, right? You're on camera and then you're around people. But like, it was just, uh, just a lot went into it that I didn't want to live my day to day like that. It wasn't me. It wasn't my personality. Um, shifting Okay, it's it's um, sweeps week, right? Mm -hmm. So if it bleeds, it leads. It can't just be a car accident. It's got to be five people stranded or five people trapped or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. it just like I and you know maybe it just the news station I was with, like maybe I didn't mesh well with it, but I just did not like how I couldn't really be myself mm -hmm. and I couldn't really build those genuine relationships with people. Um, so I took a second, I paused, um, I, you know, I still was in the traffic world, um, got promoted um, with, you know, reporting the traffic just on a different level. Um, so basically, I worked for Garmin. And it, um, what am I trying to say? So I, I got promoted to move to Chicago to be a supervisor. Oh. So our, our people reported the tra reported the traffic for the reporters who reported the traffic on air. Okay. And on the, and on radio so stations. The main base. Yes. Yeah. So Hub was in Chicago. Still not loving the job, but it was a very nice paycheck. Yeah. Um, Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a great city. Yes. Yes. Love Chicago. Um, again, just was not happy. I just felt like I wasn't fulfilled. Um, I, I didn't want to just work for the paycheck. I wanted to like, you know how they say like, if like, if you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work, yeah. you know, uh, you never have to work a day in your, in your life. And I didn't have that. And that's something I wanted. And so I decided, you know, it took a long time, but 
uh, my husband and I, Danny, uh, you know Danny. <laughs> Daniel Wash. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we've always wanted to do something together um, just because we're like still weirdly obsessed together or obsessed with each other. And we wanted to just, you know, spend our, all of our time together. And so, you know, we're like, what if we open an inn? What if we open, you know, bed and breakfast? That's what we need to do, you know, because there's something called the Chicago Excite- Excitement Team in like when the office that I worked and they would put on all these events. Oh. And so like anytime we, our major clients were like BMW, Audi, uh, Han, uh, Hyundai and you know anytime they would come to town like they my bosses would ask me to like put on a lunch or put on an activity or plan this plan that and then I started joining the uh, Chicago excitement team where um, it's like a concierge or concierge uh, in the building and they would put on like events like puppies in Pinot. So like the like clients would come and they drink Pinot Noir and Pinot Grigio and like have play with puppies and adopt you know you could adopt puppies if you want so just like fun events like that and I was like I think this is what I want to do like this is fun like I get to be myself I get to build relationships you know so upon talking with Danny we're like let's open an inn let's open this you know that did the research not really where the money's at you know Mm. can't really make a good decent living off of an inn unless you're in like Napa Valley or something you know (laughs) um not St. Louis Missouri (laughs) not St. Louis Missouri yes uh and so anyways uh I quit my job because I was not happy Danny got a job back in St. Louis I we moved to St. Louis um for the second time and I didn't have a job And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to look in the hospitality industry because this is what I want to do. And I ended up applying for event and catering director uh, position. I was like... Mind you, you had really zero to none experience. Zero. <laughs> zero. Besides the whole corporate thing, yes. you know, I, I, I know how to manage a team because I was supervisor for like 25 people. Um, I know the corporate world, but I knew nothing about hospitality. But you were selling yourself. Yes. Selling myself. That's all I had. That's the only skill I had. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go interview. Um, I'm going to apply, not knowing, you know, anything. And anything, if anything, it's meeting this guy, meeting a person, you know, getting maybe he knows somebody, you know, networking. Um, I got the interview. I was the first interview at 7 a.m., and I did not leave his office until 8 a.m. And it was the best interview just because I got to be myself. And it was for, like I said, events and catering director. And um, I walked out and all the people lined up, like waiting to interview were just staring me. It's like, oh. like, because, you know, it's supposed to be quick and they probably had other interviews or were late to their, you know, current job. And I was like, sorry you know but I I, like I walked away thinking no way am I going to get this job but at least I just met this guy and because he's he owns a lot of um restaurants he's in the hospitality world and he was building a wedding venue and that he needed the events and catering director to um to be there and I was like there's no way and I ended up getting the call and was like you got you got the job and I was like Sorry and good luck because like <laughs> I hope you know I don't know what I'm doing. I actually know? have no idea what. I, it but it, it was literally like fake it until you make it. Like it's not yeah. like I lied on my resume. Yeah. I didn't lie on anything. I was myself and ever. And it 
and he took a chance on me and he, um, his name is Munsak So and he owns a lot of all the drunken fish locations in St. Louis um, and then he opened up a wedding venue and he was like I need you on my team so our, our first year of opening um, we were at um, just under a million in sales okay for weddings and events and then the second year it just grew from there that's amazing yeah so going back to your question like how did you you know how did you get where you are you know I thought to myself okay this is it you know this is this is what me and Danny are gonna do we're gonna have our own wedding venue because he has the whole culinary side you know and now I have the whole event side after five years of doing events and um, doing weddings and, you know, being working with brides every step of the way and corporate clients every step of the way. If I could do it with his money, I think I can do it with mine. You know, I okay. did it once before. I could do it again, start from the ground up. So you almost took it like a training period. Like, oh, yeah. this is what I want to do in the future. So I'm going to do my best for this business and company, knowing that I'm learning it as I go. 100%. And then taking that with me. It was the best training I could have ever received from this guy. And and he knew what I wanted to go on and do, you know, um, but I was he with knew him. He wouldn't have you forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and but he was so supportive about it, too. That's so like when I walked into his office, when it was like D-Day, OK, I'm telling you what's happening. So nervous, you know, that like, OK, like we just signed a contract to take like over a venue and we own it now and I'm leaving. You know, he <laughs> was he, he sat back and he said, you're ready. And I was like, okay. You know, he was the first person who came in and like took a look at the venue and take a look at the kitchen and said, this won't work. This will, you know, you only had like three, three notes. Um, but he's so supportive and I'm still in contact with him today, you know, but he's, he was just the best teacher. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So you, from the ground up, you have a <laughs> building and a space, mm -hmm. but you probably had to look into licenses, oh, LLCs. Yeah. Like, how long would you say for you and Danny once yeah. you acquired the building? Mm -hmm. Like, how long would you say it actually took month wise to get everything in order to actually open up? Like eight months. Okay, eight months. Um, because we were also doing renovations in the um in the space and in the building, and we were touring clients okay. you know we had to get our liquor license you were touring clients but saying potentially it's going to be really pretty oh yeah i promise oh yeah and that's the <laughs> biggest thing right like okay so i had to sell myself to get the job you know originally um work on you know the building and everything and then i had to sell the space that did not look it, it looked hideous you know Aww. so like yeah life skills you know <laughs> like you really have to like turn on your personality you know and like I know that, you know, me and Danny are, I know we're very honest people, but we had to like convey the, our clients and these people like, listen, like, believe us, this is going to happen. And we thank promise God we have integrity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and thank God they took a chance on us because they, you know, we were able to fill our 2022 calendar okay. um, with these clients that believed us. And you before know, you actually opened your doors. Before we, and then we had to get our liquor license. And it, mind you, this was during COVID. Oh. So, so like getting our liquor license, um, getting our LLC, getting every, all of our ducks in a row, it was even harder, you know, but we did it. And, 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 take COVID out. No one answers their doors anymore. You go and you knock on the door. Yeah. No one answers. 
But to get our liquor license, we had to go in a, it's a 250 foot radius around our venue and knock on everybody's doors to get their signature. <gasps> to get so, permission. Yeah. And if they say <laughs> to no, have parties. <laughs> yeah. If they say no, then I mean, we're screwed. So, uh, anyways, so yeah, we, it, it was hard. It was hard, but we did it. And, you know, we didn't have any help. We just, how do you do this? All right, let's Google it, you know, <laughs> and figure this out. And, we did. And it was so much fun, though, because we learned a lot. Yeah. You know, it, was a, it was like definitely like obviously we're very passionate about it, but it just made us even more like bought into what we're doing. So. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. So speaking of event venues, we're just going to open some champagne. Yay! <laughs> um, my favorite. It's because, the best sound in the world. I know. And we like celebrating. And actually, you're probably better opening these than me. Oh, All right. You would think I, <laughs> I, I can get it open. I just... I can't. I, I'm terrified to pop, to actually pop. It. Oh, I'll <laughs> pop it. I actually am afraid I'm going to take someone's eye out. Yeah. And oh. we usually pop it outside and let it like fly and just kind of see where it goes. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it scares me too. <laughs> okay, I'll cover my So eyes. Christina and her husband are driving over and I'm like, hey, I think I should put the champagne in the freezer because I didn't actually like chill it yet. And I'm like, but what's the best way? I feel like you would know. And sure enough, come to find out, you actually... Uh, Ice water. ice water like you put the champagne yeah. in ice water and so i just walked out because i had nicely put the champagne in a pasta bucket and i filled it with ice and i walk <laughs> out there and it, it, <laughs> and the champagne is surrounded by cereal because one of the kids ate cereal and then dumped it in the pasta bucket i'm like oh you guys day in the life Gross, of sarah yeah. <laughs> day in the life of the children oh my gosh so you have this event venue and yes. you, I kind of love that you said you're obsessed with your husband. Like you guys are obsessed with each other. We still so weirdly you, are. Yeah. Do you think that like being obsessed with him and you guys running a venue that really mostly does weddings, like mm -hmm. do you think that couples are drawn to that? Like is there an encouragement of like, hey, love can work here? That, how many years? I mean, you've been together how many years, oh but yeah. you've been married how many? So we've been together total 18 years married 11 okay yeah <gasps> thank you 18 counts so we'll do it cheers <laughs> cheers <laughs> actually christina met danny right after i met ryan yeah because we're like 19 years in you're 18 years in and mm -hmm. christina was our third wheel for a while <laughs> oh yeah i was <laughs> and then there was this handsome tall italian tall man drink of water came into your life <laughs> so but tell me how that like do you think that inspires the couples that you guys oh, yeah. see like do they ever like is that do they ever follow up with you? Do you ever like know how they're doing or is it like the best kind of like experience because they're watching your marriage, but right. then they're also like starting theirs? Right. So that is one thing I truly believe that draws the couples to us. And like it's kind of like a selling tactic, right? Okay. Like it's not that we're, you know, lying or anything because I mean, like I said, we're weirdly obsessed with each other, but if a couple is coming in and we're the owners, we make a joke that we're not brother and sister. We are married. Okay, that's we, fair. Yeah, we are married. You happily. are pretty light-skinned Hispanic. I, I know. <laughs> I know. And some people, we've been thought of brother and sister, so I always, like, make the joke, you know, and they laugh. But, um, yeah, so that's a definite, like, selling point to the couple that, like, we're this invested, that we're going to meet you at the front door. We're going to personally show you around the, the venue. We're going to show you what could happen. Where could the tables be? We're going to show you. We're going to just, like, I, I think our, our passion comes through okay. with, with the tour. And then, they yes, they love seeing that we're married, we're active, 
we're hands on. We're not just going to pass you off to somebody else that you don't know. You yeah. know, we're going to be with you every step of the way. Yes, there might be like sales managers coming in, event managers coming in to run their tasting, run their final final details meeting. But we're going to be involved every step of the way. Okay. Yeah. Because ultimately, the wedding is a reflection of the Franklin of Soulard, yes. which you guys are yes. running. Yes, exactly. So yeah, it's definite selling point for sure. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I am someone who you walked in my house and you're like, oh, did you get a designer? And I'm like, no, I love doing it myself. How did you design the event space? Was that like Pinterest inspiration? Oh, was it like, you know, and how do you know what will be classic for a while? Like, sure. how do you do that part of it? So the thing of it is, is when we took over, this venue needed some serious TLC. It There was carpet on the red carpet on the floor. There was Ooh. legit like precious moments, like <gasps> pictures. Oh my yeah. God. Hanging in the lobby bunnies hanging in the lobby it was weird very it was like it looked like it was in the 1980s red velvet curtains like it was bad and so i we saw the potential right away and what's so what's so funny is all for like months all i did was watch Justin Timberlake and Jay Z's um, suit and tie music video. Oh, as long yeah. as I got my suit and tie. <laughs> yeah. And that's right. how you got inspiration. So that is like, <laughs> that's what I wanted it to be. Like, oh. I want it because the venue is like an old historic building. Okay. And so watching that music video, I was like, it's got to be black and white. It's got to be like classy. Okay. Kind of vintagey, kind of 1920s without being cheesy, okay. you know? So, like, that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to, like, hone in all all of our ideas. We we knew we needed to do a lot. And this was with our money, right? So, yeah. like, it's not like we had millions of dollars. I was like, okay, what, what, what are the most important things? And then um, – We'll we'll just go from there. Like we'll build the list and yeah. like the most important things to sell the space. Of course, that list is like still growing. You know, oh, uh, I, there's a ton still it. to do. But so my friend, uh, one of my really uh, good friends in St. Louis, she owns a, an event design um, company and a floral company. It's called Styled and Staged and an affair to remember. Um, Jody Cox, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, I called her. She was one of the first pe- people I called, and I was like, I need you to come and like help my brain because yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. And she helped. Uh, hone in our ideas like she had some ideas that we didn't do she had some ideas that we loved and we wanted to do but she was really able to help us like see the space in a different way and what's going to sell we brought in a photographer um to uh kelly park she's awesome and she came in to say in a wedding venue this is like this is what i hate shooting against or this is what like you need you just need you know to get the best photos do this (laughs) yeah to get the best photos back and for the brides to like get amazing photos and like videography back. So we definitely relied on our vendor friends to come in and help. Um, Almost like researching, knowing exactly what they would want. Right, exactly. Um, So again, it took about like eight months to do, but, and we make a joke. Every time Jody would come in, Danny's like, she just spends our money, you know? (laughs) I'm like, but we have to. So like, we were only going to do three things. We ended up doing so many things because it, you know, we wanted to make the space beautiful. Like, so, and we couldn't sell the space with like the ugliest chairs we had, you know? So we got rid of those. We got all new chairs, Um, stuff like that. So yeah, all new paint job. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's what we did. We relied on all of our vendor friends to like help hone in our, you know, Justin Timberlake music video. (laughs) 
as long as I got my suit and tie. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, we okay. should probably okay. look into. Let me see if Rachel's here. To be continued in the next episode. Our car is kind of like a nice Kardashian suburban. It for sure is. When it's oh my gosh, I should have yeah. found my fault name dress I have. <laughs> my old navy sweater can handle it. <laughs>